Welcome back to my podcast. Kelsey Lucas here. Today we will be discussing the Han Dynasty and the importance of the 10 disc-shaped ingots. To start off the segment, it is most important to understand what an ingot actually is. The exact definition is a mass of metal cast into a convenient shape for storage or transportation to be later processed. I want to direct your focus to the specific part of the definition where it mentions that the ingot is in a specific shape to be most useful for its purpose. In the name of the object, it specifies that they are disc-shaped, meaning that they are smaller and round. So most likely, they are easy to carry and transport, just like most coins are, such as the copper coins and silver ingots. This is crucial to understanding the uses of the ingots, because the major uses of these were as an annual tribute from the princes and marquises to the central government, gifts to reward subjects, gold reserves to store wealth, or to trade. Because the ingots are shaped like the coins and are used very similarly to these coins, it helps us understand how trade and travel was so important to Han China. The use of gold as money in China can be traced all the way back to the Warring States period. During the Han Dynasty, the Silk Road and long-distance trade flourished, so this is where the exchange of the 10 disc-shaped gold ingots would occur just like how trade with money occurs today in marketplaces, like the one I am at right now. As I said before, the ingots are used as an annual tribute from princes and marquises. These nobles had to pay the government to keep the economy prospering, and the way to do this was giving them money, and in this form, the ingots. This use of the ingots highlights how the system of taxation is crucial to the Han Dynasty. The Han court drew revenues from state-owned imperial lands, mining and mints, tribute from outlining domains, household taxes on nobility, and taxes on surplus grains from wealthy merchants. To the government in the Han dynasty, this tribute maintained political stability and ensured the efficient collection of taxes. Now that we have talked about how the 10 disc-shaped ingots relate to the economy because of their role in trade and tribute, I want to shift the focus to the social structure of the Han Dynasty. Ingots do not only come in gold metal. There are also ingots made out of crystal, silver, and copper. After the Qin unification, round bronze coins became the main currency because they were cheaper, a more common material, and easier to forge. On the other hand, gold was such a rare material, so the metal and coins became precious. While I was researching these gold ingots, it was extremely hard to find facts because they are so rare, while the silver and copper ingots are much more common. Today, for your special guest, I have brought in Miss Mallory Lucas, who was part of an ongoing archaeological exploration at a Western Han Dynasty tomb site, which is said to have belonged to the Han royal family. So let us welcome her to the show. Thank you for having me. Working as an archaeologist, it is always thrilling to find new objects, but I was overly excited when we found these gold ingots along with golden plates in the tomb. Gold ingots are rarely seen in other Han archaeological finds, and they were found with hoof-shaped ingots inlaid with jade or glass, which is a material that is normally only used by the royal Han family. 
leading us to believe that this is a tomb of the royal family. This tells us that because it is such a rare finding, these gold ingots were only given to those of high status and wealth. Thank you again for letting me come on the show. Thank you so much for coming. Like Mallory said, because the gold dish-shaped ingots are so rare, the people who receive and own them must be at the top of the social hierarchy. The people who had control over these rare ingots were normally emperors, princes, marquises, and others who received them as gifts from the emperor. The social hierarchy during the Han Dynasty was strict, and it was clear to tell who the wealthy was based on their clothing and belongings, and among these belongings must have been the gold ingots. Objects like the ingots were not given to the peasants because since there were only so many of the coins, they believed the wealthy were superior and should own them. For example, the wealthy wore distinctive slippers to show they were rich and were the only ones who had access to entertainment while peasants struggled with physical labor. The gold ingots are placed in the royal family's tomb, telling us of their high status, but also how the Han Dynasty cared a lot about the afterlife. The Egyptians put many jewels and treasures in their tomb to honor their lives and help them carry that wealth with them in the afterlife. And this is what the Han Chinese aspire to do when they put the ingots in the tomb. By learning about the ingots' usage, owners, and intentions, there are many things we can learn about the Han Dynasty. Thank you for listening to today's podcast about the 10 dish-shaped ingots. See you next episode.